It's time for another hockey conversation. Sure, the Stanley Cup's been handed out, but somebody I always love talking to. It really doesn't matter what the topic is, but it's Chris Pronger, former Blues captain, Norris Trophy winning defenseman, who went on to win a Stanley Cup, and for many years that was the theme. If you left the Blues, you would end up winning a Stanley Cup, and Pronger did that in Anaheim. And I feel like I loosely heard the story about him winning the Cup and then having a party at his house in SoCal and the cops coming. And so Pronger's a great storyteller, always just ribbing away. And we get him to retell that story after winning the Cup, what it was like. Sugar Ray, the band Sugar Ray, played his party. But also what he's doing these days, he left the Florida Panthers. A lot of us thought he was in line to be a GM down there or at least a GM somewhere in the NHL. He updates us on what's going on these days. And also this upcoming season, whenever that starts, the Blues are scheduled to retire Pronger's number 44. And what a ride it's been. Came here, traded for Brendan Shanahan. Really unpopular trade. And Pronger took the brunt of it and had to deal with Mike Keenan, had to deal with fans who were mad. We revisit all of that with uh, the one and only Chris Pronger. The Hockey Conversations presented by Marie DeVilla Senior Living Located at the corner of Clayton and Weidman Road since 1960, providing premier senior living. Get a virtual tour or set up an appointment. Just go to mariedevilla.com. One of our great sponsors is Triad Bank, and I love their story as well. Based in St. Louis since 2005. So if you're a business owner, especially right now, in these uncertain times, which is such a cliche, uncertain times, but make sure you're dealing with the right bank. Somebody based in St. Louis, Triad Bank, located in Frontenac on Clayton Road. You can also find them on the web at triadbanking.com. B&G Tuck Pointing, the best in the bricks. They can take your bricks and make them look new again, whether your home is made of brick, your detached garage, your chimney. If you need the mortar repair, foundation repair, waterproofing, caulking, they do it all. Get online at bgtuckpointing.com. And all of our hockey conversations throughout this uh, last month or so has been presented by Appliance Discounters, a great St. Louis success story. They're in Maplewood, South County, St. Charles, and Baldwin. And they carry GE appliances. You know the story at Appliance Discounters. Great merchandise, even better prices. Well, they carry GE. So what I tell folks to do all the time, I just tell them, go to the website, theappliancediscounters.com, and in the little search engine, type in GE, and all of the great products will pop up. Ranges, microwaves, freezers. How about the stainless steel dishwasher? Free installation. Washers and dryers. Dryers can be gas or electric. Great selection of the GE products. Refrigerators, French door, fingerprint resistant refrigerator. How does that sound to all the parents out there? Top freezer refrigerators. GE is built to last. You know their story. Started in 1892. I love this nugget about GE. Thomas Edison, one of the founders of GE. Appliance Discounters, a proud supplier of General Electric appliances. Get online at theappliancediscounters.com. And without further ado, let's get to it. Our conversation with the one and only Chris Pronger. Let's get caught up to date first, Chris. What, what are you doing these days? I know you're working with the Panthers, and uh, I think a lot of folks thought you were kind of on the GM track there. Well, bring us up to date. Uh, well, just working on our travel business, really. It's, uh, you know, building a business is not, uh, <laughs> it's not cookie cutter. There's a lot of things that go into it. And, 
you know, it's unfortunate what happened with with COVID and everything that's kind of gone on in the last six, seven months. But uh, it's given us a lot of time to continue to work on the business, have conversations with people and and kind of let them know what we're doing, uh, grow our business organically and, and take our time and slowly uh, build it out, work on our social media presence, work on our website, work on our internal processes, uh, work on a lot of the stuff that, that really goes unnoticed when it's done properly. But when it's not done properly, uh, you notice the little chinks in the armor. So we're uh, fortifying uh, things on that end and, and using this time to our advantage and making sure that uh, when we do come out of the COVID and come out of uh, this side of it, uh, we're able to kind of look back and, and be happy that we use the time wisely and, and be, uh, be that much stronger uh, moving forward. And talk about product placement. You got a map of the world behind you, and it's <laughs> it's well inspired travel, right? Yeah, well inspired travels. And and what what what's the focus there? Is it just anyone who wants to go on a trip? Is it businesses or uh, our our niche? You know, our niche is uh, elite athletes, CEOs, C level executives, uh, business owners, uh, high net worth clients. But um, you know, luxury travel, uh, boutique luxury travel company um you know really global it's uh you know private jets yachts five-star luxury resorts um anything you can really think of really trains you know uh intimate river cruises um it runs the gamut really uh you know the amazon river to the nile to uh you know Southeast Asia. I mean, there's all kinds of different locations, and and really, it's it's just a matter of uh, finding out what people's interests are, what their likes and dislikes are, what their bu- bucket list looks like, where they've been, where they haven't been, where they've been that they liked and didn't like. I mean, there's all there's tons of questions and even more answers. <laughs> so, so me and Strickland going to Branson. We're probably not calling you. Uh, no. You're not. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, don't call me, period, is what. Yeah, lose my number. <laughs> did, did you think you were going to stay in the management level of hockey for a while, though? I think people saw you as a future GM. Was that something you thought? Um, you know, I think when, when you, I did it for, I was working at the league and then working in Florida for three years, so six years total. Um, I didn't receive one call, so I guess nobody was interested. Fair enough. And so sometimes the- you gotta, you know. <laughs> I think I think that's part of the equation, and and also I I was telling somebody this when they're asking me, you know, you must be going somewhere else, and I was like, no, I I have a passion for travel. My wife has a passion for travel, but more importantly, we have a passion for planning travel and seeing the joy that travel can bring to people in their personal lives or professional lives, uh, our, our story and our unique ability to connect with our niche client group. Um, you know, we're, we're open books and I tell people all the time, a lot of the things that you're going to tell me we've already been through and, and we understand what you're going through from the demands on your time, the pressures of the job, uh, you know, the, the, the stress and, and toll it takes on your family, your kids, uh, the fame and fortune, all the things that kind of go with getting to that level and then staying at that level. Uh, we have a unique insight into what they're dealing with and what they're going through. And 
And then as we get to know our clients, we're able to mentor them and guide them through the landmines and potholes that they're going to face throughout, uh, you know, their professional lives and their personal lives. And, and it's, uh, you know, it's daunting at times. And, and, and a lot of times you, people don't have time to really analyze what they want to do. They just say, oh, oh, somebody went there. Let's go there. And once you have a conversation with people and really kind of dig deep and peel back the onion layers and, and understand them on a more personal level, you really get to understand what they need, uh, what they're looking for, what can help them. Uh, we're firm believers in, in A, the healing powers of travel, but also uh, when you are going on a trip and you, and you are traveling, it's not just you're turning your brain off and sitting at a beach for seven days and you're coming home. I personally don't know anybody that does that anymore. Uh, you may go, you may do that for one or two days, but then it's adventure, it's culinary, it's culture. It's learning about the destination, learning about the people and learning about kind of what's going on and, and kind of really uh, coming home with some tangible value and insight into what's going on in other parts of the world, other countries. And, and, it, and it allows you to be a, a better person, but a lot of times a better business person, a better athlete, having that understanding and that, that uh, knowledge of, of what's out there. And, uh, you know, we're firm believers in, in implementing what you learn in your travels and, and bringing it home and having some take-home value from your trip so that uh, you're, you're getting better on a personal, professional level. So had you been in the business world instead of working for the Panthers when the Blues won the Cup, could you have been more involved? Was that kind of an odd position for you because you work for an NHL team and yet your former team in the town you live in, like, I felt like you had to kind of keep your distance a little bit. Would it have been different if you were doing this job back then? Yeah, you know, it was a little awkward. I was working for Florida, and they were asking me to do videos and asking me to do things. You know, I'd run it by Dale. He had no problem with it, so I did it. Um, you know, but I was trying to steer clear of some things. Just, you know, for me – you know, the, the players deserve all the credit and the coaching staff and management ownership, you know, the team, yes, we came before them and, and we, you know, we laid some of the foundation, but at the end of the day, those are the players, coaches that were able to get the job done. Um, you know, and they deserve a lot of the credit and, and a lot of the spotlight. Was it fun for you as a former player? You won a cup, so you already kind of checked that off the list for yourself personally, but having spent a lot of time here, you're growing, your kids are growing up here. How much fun did you enjoy it from afar? No, I think it was great for the city. Obviously great for the fan base, great for the organization. Uh, certainly the players in, in the storybook, uh, uh, you know, rags to riches where, you know, la as we all know, last place in, in January 1 and winning the cup uh, June whatever, 15th or whatever it was. It's, uh, you know, that's something that I think a lot of people now think is possible <laughs> when their teams are down there. But, uh, you know, a lot of things had to go right for them. There's so many different factors that kind of, you know, the coaching change, the goalie change, you, you look at all the different things. Uh, you know, obviously you need a lot of luck, a lot of bounces uh, and things to go your way. But uh, uh, you have to give the, the, the players a lot of the credit. They, they went out and got it done and, and performed at the highest level at the, at the best possible time. You were on some really good teams here with some really good players. And when it didn't happen consistently, did you ever say, oh, shit, it's just not going to happen? I mean, <laughs> did you wonder? I've wondered. I mean, I didn't suit up, as you know. But 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did you ever wonder, man, is it, you know, it, not that it had a Cubs factor, but boy, the teams were so good and yet couldn't break through. Yeah. You know, there was a couple years where I thought the team really had a good chance and you look back and you look at the players and then you look at the other teams and you're like, you know, sometimes it's the matchup. It's who you're playing at certain times. Like I know when I went to Edmonton, my first year leaving here, you know, we had, we played Detroit that first round and, and they were the president's cup winner. And I think had 130 points or whatever it was. They only lost like 12 games. Well, two of those were to us. We beat them twice. We went two and two against them. So we weren't, we weren't looking at their record. We were looking at our record against them and how we matched up against them, how we played them. And, you know, so we weren't scared of them. We felt like we could beat them. We needed to play a certain style. We needed full buy-in, on and on and on. We needed good goaltending. And, and we did all those things, and we got that, and, and we were able to beat them. The next round, we got down to San Jose, but we, we were in two really, really close games in San Jose that we lost by one goal each. Then we were losing game three at home, and the tide turned on a fluke goal, and, and then we kind of stormed back and put the hammer down and beat them four straight. And then we played Anaheim in the conference finals, and we had played them eight times in the regular season, and we went seven and one. So we felt comfortable beating them too. So it just, you know, it, it, it's timing and, and when you're playing the same thing when I was in Anaheim the next year and we won, you know, we played Minnesota the first round. We, we played well against them. Vancouver, the same thing. Detroit was a bit of a hurdle, but we had played well against them in the regular season. And then Ottawa, you know, once we got past Detroit, we weren't worried about the East. We knew we could, we knew we could beat them. Wasn't there an epic cup party in Southern California? Was it the cops or did you have a rock band? What's the I had uh, Sugar Ray came and played my cup party. And then, uh, yeah, we had a few uh, uh, police officers show up on a number of occasions to ask about the noise. And ultimately around 4, p- 4 a.m. And uh, I think it might have been their third appearance at my front door. They were like, okay, it's time. <laughs> hey, you're a famous smartass, but when the cops are at the door, do you button it up a little bit? Uh, the first time, no. <laughs> I think it was only 11 o'clock, so I invited I go, hey, come on down, boys. I, started, I invited him down to, uh, uh, down to see the cup and get pictures and do all that. And, uh, then they went on their merry way, and then they came back again, I think, at uh, 2. And at that point, I said, oh, yeah, we'll turn the music down, and I – I went down and I turned it down and I said, oh, how's that? That's great. I counted to 10 and then I turned it back up. <laughs> and then uh, the four o'clock one was, or the 4 a.m. one was, that was, uh, yes, sir, it's done. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Always the agitator, Chris Pronger, even at his cup party. Why Sugar Ray? Did you know somebody who knew somebody? Yeah, my brother was friends with the bassist, and uh, they came over. I had the cup at my house after we won. About a week after we won, I had the cup for like a little intimate family gathering, and uh, uh, he was out back, and he had called him and said, hey, I'm over here. My brother's at the cup, blah, blah, blah. And one of his buddies wanted to get a picture with it, who was, I think, a director in Hollywood, and came over and wanted to get, and get a picture with it. And he's like, hey, we you should play Chris's cup party. And then he's like, well, let me call Mark. And then 
Call Mark McGrath, and he said, "Yeah, well, yeah, sure." Done. <laughs> How about Pronger going Hollywood? Uh, <laughs> the best in the bricks. It's more than just a slogan. Why not make your home or garage or chimney look its best by fixing the bricks? That's what B&G Tuck Pointing can do for you. Bricks look their best with proper tuck pointing. Call Rich Galati and his team at 314-363-0525. And by team, of course, we include his daughters, Bella and Gabrielle. Or go online, bgtuckpointing.com. A proud St. Louis-based company that supports the hometown St. Louis Blues. Yes, they love their hockey. Chimney repair, foundation repair, caulking, waterproofing. They do it all. Have you driven around St. Louis? We have a lot of brick buildings. And if they need repair, you know who to call. Consider me among the many satisfied customers. Call 363-0525 or go online bgtuckpointing.com and find out what it means to be the best in the bricks. The Fountains and Flags outside invite you in. Once inside, it's obvious what makes Marita Villa so special. It's the people that live there and the people that work there. I know for a fact it's a fun place to visit. Been there many times over the years for special events, and you can tell the residents love it as well. Welcoming atmosphere, providing all types of senior living, independent living, skilled nursing, memory care. Marie de Villa Senior Living, that's what we're talking about. A single location, that means ownership is hands-on. The residents here are considered guests, and trust me, they feel that way. The beautiful grounds make it more of a campus-type atmosphere. I love calling it the Marie de Villa Campus, located at the corner of Clayton and Weidman Road. I guarantee you've driven by there, probably seen the fountains going. Red for October baseball, blue when the blues are deep into a playoff run. It's a family-owned facility. It's been in business since 1960, and for so many years, it was home to the Cardinals legend, Red Shandings. I encourage you to take a virtual tour or simply to read more about this special place, go to mariedevilla.com. At some point in this next NHL season, we're going to have games, I believe, at some point, and the Blues are scheduled to retire number 44. What does that mean to you? And I know we like to joke around, but do you think at all that night could be emotional? No, it will be. I, I think, you know, when I look back on my career, 10 years here in St. Louis, over half my career. So, um, you know, it, it, you know, it's where a lot of things happen in my career where things were muddling along in the middle. And ultimately, you know, you start that ascent upwards and, and understand how to prepare, how to train, how to eat, you know, all the things that when you're talented, you need other things in your life. And, and you start, you know, I met my wife here. We had two kids here. You know, you, you know, I won the Hart Trophy here. I won the Norris Trophy here. You look at all the different things in, uh, in your career. And, uh, you know, I had a number of great years here in St. Louis and a lot of great friends, a lot of great memories. You know, obviously missing the one that sucks the most, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and, you know, when you have failures and defeats like that, those are what help make and drive you to do more to get to, to reach the top. And, um, you know, we, we can always quit when we have those instances or we can push through and, and strive for greatness. And uh, fortunate enough to hit a lot of hurdles in my career and a lot of forks in the road and 
Some I chose properly and others I didn't. <laughs> so the fans love you. They'll cheer you that night. They've cheered you throughout. But early on, it was rough. Did, was there a period when you thought, oh, my God. this? Is, and how old were you again? You were a kid. I was 20. I, when I first got here, I was 20. Then I turned 21. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, drunken Thursday and Saturday nights. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. A lot of late nights uh, bellied up to the bar. Because you were loving life or because you're like, oh, my God, they traded Shanny for me? Or I'm just uh, No, I, I wasn't necessarily loving life, getting booed every game and uh, getting worked, walking into bars and doing all that, getting into, almost getting into fights in the parking lot of the arena. Uh, things of that nature aren't uh, what one might expect as a, as a professional athlete. Did you <laughs> but, and Shanny uh, ever again, talk, talk to Shanny about it? Like – what how your life uh, no, I, I you know I didn't really in that regard I talked to him about the trade a little bit but not what I was dealing with it just you know that's the expectations of the fan base and and more they were pissed off at Mike Keenan for making the trade and they took it out on me because he wasn't the one with the puck or making the mistakes uh I was so they were I guess giving me grief, which in turn made him look bad, which in turn made him mad. And then he would take it out on me. <laughs> it was a vicious cycle. <laughs> we need to sit on the, we need a fucking. Yeah, well, I'm going to get in the corner and suck on my thumb. <laughs> uh, well, it all worked out for you. You end up being a captain in St. Louis. And I want to bring up Alex Petrandle, who's a captain, a defenseman. And you mentioned marrying your wife, who's from St. Louis. It's amazing. Barrett Jackman still lives here. His wife's from St. Louis. Jamie Rivers still lives here. His wife's from St. Louis. These things happen. But I don't think it's a factor with Petrangelo. Uh, I mean, maybe it is at home when he's talking to his wife about it. But how do you see this playing out? And how tough is that for both sides? Because it's business. But this is a guy who won a cup in St. Louis. Does, how much does that change it? Uh I think in a salary cap world, having been on that side and been on this side, the player and the manager owner side, um, at some point, I think you look at some teams, they get caught up in, oh, he helped us win a cup and they want to pay for past performance like they used to in our league. Uh, in today's salary cap era, you can no longer do that. It, you get hamstrung with bad contracts, you get hamstrung with poor performance uh as far as petro goes you know i i think he's looking at what the marketplace is much like i was looking at what, what the marketplace was when i was doing my deals uh when you're looked at in the same light as certain players and you see what they get paid you want to that's the market value that's what you need to get paid so He's looking at, uh, I'm sure, Roman Yossi. He's looking at uh, Shea Weber. He's looking at what some of these guys are getting, what P.K. Subban's getting paid. He's looking at these guys and going, okay, I'm younger. Uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't play, in some other cases, I don't play the same way, so I'm not going to have the same mileage on my body. I'm not going to, you know, as you factor in a lot of those things, and I think from a, on the blue side, you're looking at term, you're looking at, okay, salary cap implications, not necessarily in the first three or four years, but what do years five, six, seven, eight look like? 
And, you know, then it's a matter of, okay, factoring the costs and seeing, okay, what does the player want? What, what are we going to get to? And then if there's not a deal, then ultimately he's leaving. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's leaving. How much does the player let the agent make the entire call? Or how much does the player? Well, the agent is not making the entire call. Anybody who says that is either doing themselves a disservice or they're lying. The agent is going to guide. The agent's going to walk you through your comp set, going to walk you through um, who most players already know who their comps are in that level. So ultimately it's, listen, at the end of the day, you're going to have a real conversation with your agent. This is what I'm willing to stay for, but you're not offering that first because then they're going to go, then they're going to drop below again. You know, it's a game of chicken at the end of the day. They're going to, We'll give you six million, and you're going to come in and say, "No, I want 10. We're going to give you seven. No, I want 10. <laughs> you know, until you start, until they say, "Well, we're not giving anymore," and you're like, "Well, then I'm leaving." You know, the the player also has the ability to make a business decision too, and say, "Okay, uh, I'll play in St. Louis for X because it's comfortable, and I want to finish my career in one city." but I need to make X because I know I can get this in the marketplace. And here's my comp set. And when, you know, the, the player has to be willing to leave. I feel like Petro's willing to leave. I mean, he's from Toronto. He's, I think he goes back there in the summer. Um, you know, I think they'll always have a house here. You know, she's from here, isn't she not? Yes. So, but at the end of the day, it doesn't, you're moving away and, and you can, listen, you can always come back, <laughs> you know, but if, if you're talking a seven or eight year deal, if you're talking uh, 7 million versus 10 million, that's a lot of money over a seven or eight year deal you're giving up. And by the way, this is his last contract. So, you know, you got to wait. There's a lot of factors you got to wait. You got to wait tax implications. You got to wait. There's, there's a lot of cost of living, uh, you know, quality of life, you know, where you're living, a big city versus, you know, a smaller city like St. Louis. Uh, traffic, you know, all, I mean, there's a lot of things that play into it that I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize or recognize and understand. Um, you know, quality of life, you know, if, if you move, where are you going to live? What are you going to do? And I think a lot of players that move in unrestricted free agency don't understand that side of it. They're just looking at the dollars and cents and they're looking at tax, but they're not looking at where they're going to live. They're not looking at all that other stuff. And, you know, if you're signing a seven or eight year deal, that's important. Our dime store psychologist, is it easier to leave because he won a cup here, got that done, or is it harder to leave because, man, I'm so connected now to that fan base and that franchise because we want it together. I've wondered about that. If it's something accomplished, you can leave feeling satisfied, or it's like, well, I really don't want to leave after what we did together. Well, I think it would be easier to leave. He's been able to accomplish what he set out to do. He was the captain of the team. He was an integral part of why they won. If anything, he's basically saying, why don't you want me? <laughs> what, what else do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, if you're the player and then if you're the, if you're the owner and you're the GM and, and you're looking at, 
the cost analysis and you're looking at that, that's, that's their call too, you know, and that's it. I mean, it, it boils down to everybody talks about, oh, he's going to take a hometown discount. He's going to do this or that. You're already taking a hometown discount with the escrow. You're already losing 10 to 15% because of escrow. So the, the, the hometown discounts factored in. You mean and you can argue because- taxes and, you know, like Florida, you pay no state tax. So whether it's 7% here in Missouri or 15% in New York, if you live in the city, you know, you can factor in a lot of that stuff. But then you also have to factor in cost of living, quality of life, traffic, where you're, you know, where you're living, you know, where the rink is. All I mean, there's a lot of things that play into it. But if you're just looking at dollars and cents, there's an easy formula to figure that out. You love sports, sure, but what you really love is a winning team and a great story. That's exactly what you get with Appliance Discounters. It started with just three employees. One location, three employees. Denise Bradley, her husband John, her brother Tony, that's it. More than a decade ago, and for years you've heard me talking about them. Here's why. My dishwasher, it's a Bosch, the quietest dishwasher on the market. Remember Grandma's dishwasher? Always, that's not what's going on with us. We got it at Appliance Discounters. Our washer, our dryer, our stove, and our refrigerator, and Electrolux. Yes, the Kill Coins put these babies to the test. During the quarantine, the MVP at our house, the dishwasher. It got a workout. We've got big name brands we're talking about at a great price. St. Charles, Baldwin. Maplewood, South County, and in the city. The best bet, just get online. TheAppliancedischounters.com. Our savings are your savings. You ever think about broadcasting? You know, you're pretty glib. Have you, you've probably been on a few sets before. Has anybody ever talked to you about doing more of it? Uh, I've had a few uh, inquiries that didn't go very far because they just didn't. They didn't... Uh, they weren't willing to uh, meet my demands, I guess. <laughs> you had leverage. You were- I had leverage, which was that crazy word that has two letters in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to do it. Therefore, I, I, would, I would do it. But if you're not going to pay me what I'm worth, then no, I, I'm not going to do it. And, and the kids, know, is, are any of the kids playing hockey? No, they play basketball. Basketball. I knew Jack was basketball. So was that on purpose? They didn't play hockey or they just, they they used to play hockey and they just, you know what, they grew out of it. And you know what, I was coaching them and every year I would ask them or, you know, are you having fun? At one point in one year, I asked my middle son, I said, Hey, you don't look like you're having very much fun. You want to do something different? He's like, yeah, I think I'm done. (laughs) So then the next year my oldest played, and he saw his brother playing basketball, having a blast. He's like, well, I want to do that. I go, well, then don't play hockey. It's during the same season. <laughs> All right, the final thought for the great Chris Pronger. Now that we t- we'll go full circle. We started with your new business, Well Inspired Travels. Give me a place you could get on a plane tomorrow, you and Lauren, you would go, that you've always thought sounded interesting or intriguing or you've read or looked online about it that you've always wanted to be or go, never been. Uh, I would go to the Maldives. Uh, that that's one. Um, I would go to. I have not been to Paris, believe it or not. I can't uh, believe that. Uh, believe it or not, uh, that's on our list for next summer. We'll be going next summer. 
Um, where else? We uh, let's and New Zealand. No, that's on the list, but uh, we're that's further down the list. We're going to be going to. Uh, Let's see here. We're going to Paris and the south of France. We're going to the Maldives and then uh, a, a African safari. That's another one. Wow. Look at this guy. We knew him when. <laughs> and now he's going to have his number retired in between trips to the south of France. Prom there you I, go. I, I promise I won't lose your number, but I won't use it for a while. <laughs> You'll lose it for a couple days. <laughs> good to talk to you alright thanks appreciate it always a ton of fun to talk it over with Chris Pronger I'm telling you he'd be a great broadcaster if he wanted to do it he made it pretty clear <laughs> you pay him enough he might just do it uh, unfiltered with Pronger is even better just telling stories and recapping the career looking ahead at next season with the retirement of his jersey always fun to check in with the former captain Chris Pronger who lives in St. Louis now year round the Kilcoin conversation presented by Appliance Discounters. Get online, theappliancediscounters.com. B&G Tuck Pony. Boy, they love their hockey. Rich Galati and his daughters, Gabrielle and Bella, they're great supporters of blues hockey and also doing great work making those bricks look new again. BGTuckPointing.com. Marie DeVilla, senior living there at the corner of Clayton and Wideman Road. And when the cards got back into the postseason, you can bet. They had the fountains turning red. I know Keener Plaza didn't do it, but Marita Villa did because they're all about St. Louis. They're always celebrating something. They're very festive folks. Great spot for senior living. Get online, mariedevilla.com. And also Triad Bank. I always say the neighborhood-friendly bank. And if you stop and think about it, what does it mean? Well, a lot of times you walk into those huge banks, national, international. Just First of all, nobody there. And I have found that they're also not real friendly. Love going into Triad Bank, talking to the folks in the lobby, but find out more about the services they can provide being a St. Louis-based bank. They get the decisions made right here in St. Louis. Online, triadbanking.com, or stop by and see them in person in Frontenac on Clayton Road. They're about a block west of the corner of Clayton and Lindbergh, real close to that Highway 40 exit. Easy to get to no matter where you live. Triad Bank, one of our great sponsors. Thanks for tuning in to the Kilcoin Conversation. We'll talk to you again soon.